So in today's live stream, we're talking about how to defeat and overcome social anxiety because there are many types of social anxiety mm. and one of them is fearing what other people think about us. Yes, definitely. In fact, that's probably one of the primary social anxieties. Exactly. Not unrelated to our topic last time. Yeah, you know, I was right? thinking about that. It's true. Yeah, there's definitely some overlap because mm -hmm. last week's topic was uh, how to deal with haters. Yeah. And part of what makes haters effective at what they do is they make you feel insecure, right? right, right. So there's this um, self-judgment about you know what other people think of you. Yeah, and it's tough because when we're in uh, situations where we're talking to people, be it in a small group or one-on-one, -on -one, we're constantly checking ourselves. Mm. And we do this subconsciously. But the way we interact with people oftentimes have to do with the, what headspace we're in. And so if we are starting to feel self-conscious and starting to think that people's assumptions of us or thoughts about us or opinions of us are um, maybe negative right. in that situation, then that's going to interfere with our ability to communicate well. And um, yeah. it's just not a fun place to be when you really just want to live your life, right? Yeah, and... and I think another aspect of that that makes it yeah. um, detrimental yeah. is that uh, it is taking up a lot of your sort of brain capacity, right? Exactly. So if you're totally focused on what other people are thinking, it's hard to focus on the task at hand, it's true. which is going to impact your performance on that task. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's both it's distracting, uh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's definitely something that's worth building some strategies around to, right. to sort of learn how to navigate and, and, and mitigate. And some resistance too, so you can yeah. become immune to that way of thought and the way people might think of you. And just because they think something of you doesn't mean that should stop you from doing something. And I think a lot of times that's what ends up happening. Mm. We get feedback from people or judgments from people and opinions about uh, from people about us or what we're doing and then that will deter us from doing something or pursuing a path that we're really passionate about career career wise um, lifestyle wise you name it yeah it's actually it's it's um <laughs> it's distressing to think of how many projects yeah. companies yeah. services uh, you know, charitable charitable organizations, mm -hmm. any of these things, uh, never saw the light yeah. of day just because, you know, the person who had the ability, who had the uh, insight and, and passion to do it felt too self-conscious to actually take that first step. Yeah. So think about that. If you put that into perspective about maybe we're not reaching our full potential because we're afraid of, you know, what others think about us, then that is really shocking and it's really a disappointment. So if you haven't had a chance to check out our lesson, which we put out a couple of days ago on this topic, overcoming the fear of other people's judgments, which is a form, like we said, of social anxiety, definitely check it out. But we give some great strategies in there. And uh, one of the examples I brought up was... Uh, you know, when I started posting on YouTube in 2009, I was too afraid of uh, 
what other people thought mm. of it. And it's it's too bad because it was I look back on them and I show it to friends and family and they're like, wow, this is so good. Why they're great. You? I, I love them. I, yeah. I, I was actually really impressed with some of them. And I remember Thank when you, you first showed me them, I was thinking, why is it that you don't have like a very active channel at the moment, right? This is clearly something you're good at. Mm -hmm. It's clearly something you enjoy. And this was several years ago. And it's a different channel. It's, it's not a different this channel. Yeah, yeah. But I, channel. I just remember being so confused because this was something she was obviously good at. Uh, what on earth, you know, why on earth did she give it up? Thank you. Well, yeah. And so I was asking myself that very same question. <laughs> and um, I mean, at the same time, I had other responsibilities and things going on in my life and work wise and everything. So it wasn't like that was the only thing I was doing. But it would have been nice if I had continued doing that, you know, and right. stopped. But the main thing is that I was worried about, you know, I didn't post it on any platforms. I didn't show it. I mean, besides YouTube, I didn't put it on Facebook. Yeah, or publicize it. Publicize it, or, yeah. which I should have because it was good work. You so, know? so what were you worried about? I think, like, maybe ridicule. Mm. I think that um, even though there was nothing to be ashamed of, um, I don't know, like, people being, like, derisive and yeah. kind of like, um, like, oh, like, you graduated, you know, magna cum laude. Why are you making, like, these videos? Mm. Like, that kind of thing, which was all inside my head. Like, right. of course, nobody said that to me. And even if they had, like, who cares? And these are these are very common things to think, right? Right. And, and so just um, a, t a tag on that was, I think the main thing was that I had thought of myself a certain way that was, like, what people saw me as right. and making YouTube videos like these cultural, like educating, um, education based, like videos sharing different cultures did not conform to that like image that I thought that I was putting out That's very to the world. You know, I was very academic. I was very like, um, very social, but also like very, like I loved going to school and I loved, yes. you know, that kind of thing. So that's really interesting. So there's basically... I thought it, people wouldn't take it seriously. Right. Enough. You were fearing a discordance between the um, <laughs> the content that you're putting out yes. and the image that you want to I project think so. I think so. outside those videos. I think so. That's interesting. I mean, of course, this is like 10 years ago, so I'm not really sure. But I mean, I think when we're younger, we're more self-conscious in some ways. Not when we're very young. That's a whole different story. But I was reading an article... Um, and it, it was showing that children as young as two years old have egos in, the, in that. I mean, we really? all have egos, yeah. But they're starting to be aware of how other people treat them and mm. what their actions, like the consequences and ramifications right. of what they do and say and how they play will, um, you know, basically dictate how, you know, whatever else unfolds. Well, how their environment responds. Exactly. Yeah. And so by the age of two, like, I mean, start, excuse me, starting from two, yeah. we're already cognizant of other people and their There being a us. world beyond yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I did not realize it was like that starting. Early. Yes. So from that early, you yeah. can start. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Like <laughs> in general, a kid you, you view as less self-conscious. They'll do goofy things. Yeah. You discover, um, you play. Yeah. You, yeah. They take you know. risks. But at the same time. Uh, they do love seeking attention. That's true. Which is an indication that they are aware of others and that their actions influence others. Yeah. We were at, that reminds me, we were at uh, some friend's house uh, 
you know, last week, and uh, <laughs> it was it was great. And there were you know some young children there uh, of our friends, and two, three around that age, and we started uh, noticing. You know, she was trying to. Um, how can I say it? Like. She's trying to be the center of attention. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Most adorable. I mean, I adorable was girl. like, oh my gosh, amazing. this is amazing. And she was seeking our attention and our um, validation of what she was doing. And it was just remarkable. And, and we couldn't help but engage and laugh and, you know, um, And, and the way she responded, right? So she would look very carefully at how we responded to different behaviors. And when she identified a behavior that elicited a bigger response from us, she then repeated that behavior. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It was very strategic on her uh-huh. part. Yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, and hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but the she's point only is. two or three years she's old. Two or three. So it's. So that starts at that point. It starts at that point. And then as you get older, you I start think, to become conditioned exactly. to behave a certain way. Yes. Right? Yeah. And um, yeah. eventually you get to a point, I think it's probably most acute. Uh, during your teenage years, yeah. where oh, for everything sure. matters oh, intensely. Gosh. Even the tiniest things. If you have things. a strand of hair sticking out, like, yeah, whoa, yeah. that's a big totally. deal. What a social faux totally. pas. I mean, something of, you know, yeah. variation on the theme, but. It's remarkable I even made it through my teenage years. I know. Years. Well, so. I think for same for all of us. Yeah. Like, um, and then after that, it becomes this gradual process of learning that, yes, people, other people see us. Uh, yes, what we do and, and how we act uh, influences others, but at the same time, you know, we we have control over how we act, and more importantly, we have control over how we we sort of respond to the to the judgments of others. Yeah, or choose to ignore them, if, which I think is also a great way. Of, exactly. If we can, it's hard, but we can try. Um, and I think throughout the tw- our twenties too, because for a lot of us, that's a time where we're trying to figure out what industry we might want to be in. If we, mm. you know, want to pursue one type of job or another type of job, or travel, or have this career or that career. For a lot of people, it's not for, not saying for everyone, obviously. But now I don't, I don't really care. I literally have started, you know, I think the past few years, I just don't care that much about what people say about, you know, what I might be doing. Um, because I've realized that, you know, our we're constantly growing. And so we're not just locked into one image of what we project to the world, be it like if you want to, you know, be the academic person that wants, you know, you want everyone to take you seriously because that's what you pride yourself on. Or if you want to be, you know, the outgoing social butterfly or the jock or the whatever, whatever, whatever. There's so many different... Uh, but you don't fall into one single type or one image, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think realizing that, that we have so many different roles to play, like people don't, they might make a, you know an assumption about us. They don't know us. And even if they know us, they only know one very, like one aspect, one facet of our multi, multitudinous layers. Multifaceted yeah. self. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think um, what what helps me as well is knowing that what people's, their sort of perceptions of me are informed by their own backgrounds, which I yeah. have no control over. That's really interesting. Right? And one of, the, one of the cool things about the internet, we talked about last week how the, the size of the internet, the scale of the internet 
can elicit a lot of haters. Right. But what's also really cool about the internet is it also massively expands your your ability to find groups of people that that are like-minded. Yeah. Right? And so as many people as there are who might not like your content, there's yeah. still going to be a percentage of people who do like it. Exactly. And in, by by sort of recognizing that, um, I, I can much more easily sort of let criticism and doubt of other people sort of go over me because I know, hey, look, those people feel that way. That's their call. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. But I'm going to focus on the people who actually do appreciate, you know, what I'm doing and 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 you know, care about it in the way that I do. Yeah, and the path that you're on. And this doesn't just have to do with, you know, what you do with with your, your work, career, but even things like lifestyle choices. Um, you know, maybe you're the type of person who uh, really likes outdoor sports and your group of friends are scoffing at you because they think it's just ridiculous. I don't know. I'm just making something up. A waste of your time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Are you going to let that, let's say you really, you're really passionate about cross-country skiing. Are you going to let their, um, you know, judgments about your lifestyle choices to go outdoors and do those kinds of things deter you from doing what you love to do? I think for a lot of people, yeah, we let that happen. But I think when we're cognizant of this and realize that, are we going to regret this later on, not doing what we really want to do, then it begs the question, okay, well then maybe I shouldn't care. Right. And I think uh, the one of the core tenets we always return to uh, exploring is yeah. this notion of authenticity, right? Yes. And when uh, you're happiest, we found that you're happiest when you are being yourself, when you are authentic. I'm certainly and happiest so, with right. myself. Yeah. So you have to sort of make a decision ultimately, which is do am I gonna work to sort of fit a mold that someone else or many people think that I should fit? Mm -hmm. Or should I focus on being the person that I feel that I am uh, and, and and getting that sense of fulfillment that comes from from being who you are? Right. Because if you're if you're trying to sort of fit someone else's perception of you, what ends up happening is you feel constrained, yes. trapped, caged, yeah. right? Inauthentic. Inauth inauthentic. Like you're lying to yeah, yourself. Yeah, like you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And if, and if you're lying to yourself, it's, it's very yeah. hard um, to, to face the rest of the world. Yeah. It just, it really affects who you are and how you behave. Exactly. And so uh, the most confident people out there, the people who communicate, mm -hmm. um, you know, very, very with, with, with strength yep. and are persuasive and compelling are the people who've identified who they are yeah. and communicate that without fearing, you know, what people think of it. Yeah. Right? I love that. And I think it also, I think you mentioned this um, about not trying to be liked by everyone. Um, because if you're trying to be liked by everyone, then you're clearly, how do I say this? You're clearly then being inauthentic in some way because if you're going to be liked by A, B, and C, A, B, and C are all different people and they like different things. So if you have to change your behavior and your communication style and your this and that and the other to make sure that A likes you and B likes you and C's li C likes you, then there's somewhere along that you know trajectory, you are going to be faking something. 
or mm. lying to yourself. And so you can't really seek to be liked by everyone. Um, and I think that's the hard truth that we have to yeah. come to terms with. And it, that's okay, right? Yeah. There is a challenge yeah. with this process, which is that on the path to sort of being authentic and being yourself, um, you know, learning how to balance that with sort of with with building the audience. Oh yes. Right. Yeah. Because if you're extremely sort of narrow focused yeah. um, and purely uh, focused sort of on 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 making sure you're fulfilling your own self. Yes. Um, what what can happen is that the the people that let's say you are trying to create an audience, maybe maybe uh, you're an artist and you want people to appreciate your art. Uh, maybe you're a writer and people, you want people to appreciate your work. Or maybe you're at a company and you just want people to appreciate the style of how you do things. Yeah. But the point is, if you really focus on, on purely yourself, um, you, you start to exclude others. Yes. Right? So um, one, of the, one of the challenges, I think, that, that people who are getting used to, to sort of focusing on themselves is, how then do you still, uh, uh, you know... How then do you still accept and acknowledge the views of others mm -hmm. to the extent that it allows you to be open to them, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, it's. It, I'm not sure I'm articulating it no, clearly. Yeah. But there's there's sort of. You st I think to be truly successful. Yeah. Um, because we are social creatures, and the other. Yeah. The it's fact important. is, you yeah. want you want yeah. other people to sort of care about what you're yeah. doing. And validate. Yeah. And... There's this balance. Like there's you want some kind of semi-porous state where you certainly don't let everything through. You have a filter. But you have, yeah, but yeah, you, you let you, some of it through. You, you let it, you know, because you want because that's useful, sieve. right? It's useful to get that input from other people, um, respond to it, and let that sort of um, help develop who you are. Right. I think I, I love that. I think for that, uh, you would maybe try to limit it to people like your inner circle of trust. Yeah. Um, whomever is in that circle of trust, lucky them. Um, and so then you you take you, you sort of you know. Um, receive their counsel and you take what they're saying still with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because like you said, they're coming, they're approaching it, they love you and they care about you, but they're still approaching it from their worldview, from their field of experience. Mm. So their situation is not going to be your situation. They might have never even experienced or are experiencing, have experienced what you are experiencing now. And so they can only speak from their experience. Right. And again, that doesn't necessarily align with what you're going through. And so you do have to um, approach it with, you know, taking just a grain of salt. Yeah, I, I, it, love, right? I love that idea of essentially curating the group of people yes. from whom you're going to receive guidance. Exactly. Because what that does is... It does allow you to get the opinions of others and, and improve yourself yep. based on their opinions. Mm -hmm. But as you said, you still want to do that um, with with uh, with a grain of salt because we're all different. Exactly. We all have different motivations and so forth. But by by having that curated group of people, mm -hmm. you know that, that they're acting in your best interest. Right. They're your advocates. And if they're saying something, mm -hmm. it's at least worth considering. Exactly. But limiting it to that group of people allows you to essentially ignore a much larger group of anonymous people yes. that... that <laughs> or not even anonymous people, but people that or you, not know, anonymous, yeah. you may not be necessarily close with or they don't. you don't necessarily share that kind of thing with them. 
Um, because there are different levels of friends and there's different levels of uh, proximity. And so I think we have to take that into consideration when, so maybe a challenge for you is to put to get, start putting together your council. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, actually, um, I can't remember if I mentioned this before, but yeah. Tim Ferriss, uh, yeah. one of the original sort of personal development bloggers mm -hmm. uh, who wrote the 4-Hour Workweek, right. he uh, has what he calls his personal board of directors. Oh, really? That's interesting. Which is a really cool idea. Yeah. And it's like seven or eight people that he really trusts. Right. And when he has to make big decisions or if he's struggling with something, uh -huh. he goes to his board of directors. And Does he see them all individually or does he have them convene at a certain <laughs> You know, I don't know the answer. <laughs> Can you imagine like them all sitting? I'm imagining one of these yeah. shows where they have the judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be awesome if he got them all together at yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. Chances good. are he goes to them individually. And then sort of views their their opinions in aggregate. Right, right. Um, but who knows? I mean, he, he may from time to time. It would be a big ask. Yeah. But uh, I think with sufficient motivation, he might be able to um, yeah. to collect them and get sort of a, a group analysis. Yeah. There's also um, in business school we did something called a 360 degree uh, review. Oh. And, oh. And it's wild. Wait, is this the Adam Grant one? This came up. In yeah. at least an Adam Grads. Okay. It's come up yeah. in a few podcasts yeah. as yeah. well. Because I remember But I definitely about did it in, in business school. That's amazing. It's wild. Okay. Share it with the, the community. Yeah. So what you do Very is... Very cool activity. Yeah, it's a cool activity. I love it. Uh, and you don't need to go to business school to do this. You can you can do this, you know, tomorrow. Uh, what you do is you put together a list of these people that you, you, you care about, who know you well, um, and whose opinions matter to you. And who have good things to say about good you. Good things right? to say about you. And you uh, send them a survey. Now, the survey has to be anonymous because otherwise they're not going to give you uh, valid feedback. Um, but you send them, you can, and you can easily create anonymous surveys through like uh, Google Forms yeah, or SurveyMonkey. Survey Monkey, right? And you basically, you ask them a series of questions which you can, again, get from the internet. There's, there's, I'm sure if you look up 360-degree review questions, uh, it'll put up a bunch. Yeah. And essentially what you're challenging them to do is to speak as frankly as possible about both your strengths and your weaknesses, holding nothing back. And it's really remarkable what kind of feedback you get from that, particularly because it's anonymous. Um, so you don't know who wrote that. You don't know who you. wrote what. But people, it would really surprise you what, what people think of you. Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> and, and a lot of people actually find it extremely difficult to go yeah. through the feedback, but at the same time extremely beneficial. And, and I think when you go through the feedback, you have to find the, the threads, right? The common threads. Yes. At the end of it, what you're trying to do is piece it together and understand what is the kind of person I'm projecting. Do I like that kind of person? And if I'm not wild about it, what are some things I can do to improve the, the kind of person I'm projecting? That's great. Right? But, 360 degrees. Yeah, 360, exactly, exactly, yeah. because then you, you yeah. should in turn sort of evolve. So the reason I think this is relevant to this is yeah. because, yes, to some extent, you want to uh, steel yourself against the judgment of others. And I think we can talk about uh, uh, one more solution to that in a minute. But the, the, the purpose of uh, doing so should not preclude, um, or the act of doing so should not preclude this ability to also take in people's judgment in a controlled way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember just a couple of maybe weeks ago, we were at the gym, and one of the exercises I uh, 
we do. We have different program, training programs, and one of the exercises in that, do you know what I'm gonna say? No, no, oh, I don't. It's the jump rope, and oh, yeah. I am gonna confess that I don't <laughs> really know how to jump rope. Like, I can do the one, one, Which two. Which totally surprised me, because she's a phenomenal dancer. She was a, she was a ballerina back in the day. And, yeah, uh, ballet dancer, because ballerina is reserved for uh, uh, ballet prima dancer. ballerinas. It's like, like champagne dancers. versus sparkling wine. Yeah, yeah. She was sparkling wine as opposed to champagne. <laughs> Excuse <so>. me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the formal term is ballet dancer. Right. If you're not professional at the level of principal or prima ballerina, then you have to say ballet got dancer. Got it, got it. Anyway, that's okay. Um, okay, so you, you, you struggle so with jump I, rope. Yeah, so I couldn't do jump rope. And I was really embarrassed to... I mean, I don't know any of these people at the gym. Like I, and I really could, I couldn't care very much about like what they think about me. But I, when I went over to the jump rope, knowing that I'm like not good at jump rope, and it needs a lot of work, uh, that I was like, wow, people are gonna like, I'm gonna look stupid. I'm gonna look like incompetent at the gym. I'm gonna, you know, I missed out on the playground jump rope training. Yeah. <laughs> But then I was like, what are, you, what are you thinking? Like I immediately attacked that thought and smashed that ant that, uh, what was it? Negative. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, shoot. Automatic negative thought. That's it. There we go, ants. Um, and I was like, what are you doing? Who cares? So I did it. I made a complete fool of myself because I, we, you, and you, you spent. I was there. So much time with me. Yeah, I was working. Trying on it. to help me. You and know. I was so impressed. Really? I was so impressed. Yeah. It, it, I felt really. She's foolish. not exaggerating a single bit of this because I felt foolish, but um, I was like, who cares? I mean, she was really. It was a. It was a challenge to even get one rotation, <laughs> and she kept going. And, like, and she was going to keep going. It was eventually. I was like, so look, I really admire your persistence. Yeah, we have to get our work But we have done. things to do today, so like, it's so. so weird. Like I'm doing, you know, deadlifts and bench presses with heavy weights, yeah. but I can't jump rope. Like, but whatever, whatever. And that's it. That's whatever. She, she totally overcame this fear of what other people were thinking, and and just persevered and kept yeah. going. It was yeah. it was a really. I think it's a really good example for for what we're talking about. I mean, and and it's a good segue into no shame. Yeah. It's a good segue into, um, I think, one of the most powerful ways, at least yeah. for me, okay. uh, to, to get past this fear of judgment. Okay, yeah. And I can't remember if this applies to the, the lesson this time or the last time. I think it's this time. They're related, right? Because uh, they are yeah. related. But yeah. in any event, I'm going to say it, which okay. is having a strong sense of purpose. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Having a sense of, of mission about what you're doing is, is probably the most effective way to stop worrying about what other people think. Because as soon as you decide that what you do is bigger than you, it's bigger than other people, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the biggest thing that you can think of, right? As soon as you have that, everything else sort of just dissolves, yeah. right? Because all you focus on at that point is pushing forward that mission. And by, by sort of shifting that focus from yourself and from, from other people's judgments to that mission, you immediately free up all that cognitive space to work on that specific task with complete disregard to what's going on around you. And I think some of the most powerful and uh, uh, effective companies out there are, are the founders who, who've been able to do that, right? And mm -hmm. then all, have also been able to inculcate a, a culture In throughout their... their, right. their um, their uh, business yeah. with that, that same ideology. And instill it in their employees, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's very, very well 
yeah. well put. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, am I going to regret not doing this? And it could be as something as little as trying to jump rope in the gym, right? Or, okay, that's my example, but there's many others that you can think of that have to do with your own personal journeys. Is this going to let me, my fear of what people are saying around me, going to deter me from doing this and mm. getting better at this and pursuing this type of job or that type of job or making YouTube videos or, you know, taking up um, some esoteric uh, <laughs> hobby? I don't know. And are you going to regret not doing it? And then at the end of the day, we have to realize no one really cares because we're all so egocentric. <laughs> some more than others, but we all have egos, right? And, and that's just that we, like the simplest way of understanding an ego is that we care about ourselves, right? We are in it to protect ourselves, to, um, you know, do what makes us, do us, um, to do what makes us happy and that kind of thing. So we all have to realize that everyone is just trying to do their own thing. Totally. Sure, they'll have judgments. Sure, they'll have opinions. They'll say them to you, to your face, behind your back on your Instagram, but at the end of the day, they don't really care. It doesn't matter really at the end of the day what you do with your life. It doesn't affect them necessarily. So it really only affects you, and we only have one life to live. Yeah. At least that's I love that. what we think, yeah. right? We, <laughs> and, and, so. and, and, and these things are ephemeral too, right? Yeah. The perspectives people hold on you, um, sort of your public perception, it's all ephemeral, and, and you can always change it. The most important thing, and the thing that I think that gets most respect yeah. um, is when you are yourself. Being yourself, if you look around at the people who are, who are most successful, uh, and certainly the people that are happiest, it's the people who are being themselves. And uh, I think that's, that's you know, one of the, the greatest feats that you can accomplish in yeah. your life. Yeah. So. And the last thing I'll say is that you're, just, you're not just one thing. You're many layers. You have a multifaceted identity, and you everything that you love and that you want to do to enrich your life is part of that. So don't true. let anyone say, "Oh, you're you know you're the bookworm type. I never pegged you for an outdoorsy right. person." Or, "Wow, I never knew you could be an entrepreneur. You you know you never struck me as that." Or, it's like, what? Okay, thank you, um, but you don't know me then. Right, right. So, or that's a part of me, but there's so much more. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully that lifted your spirits. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh, if you're planning to do something, you know, and you feel strongly about it and passionate about it, use that passion, use that sense of purpose to go and do what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, regardless of what other people think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. For the good of, you know, humanity, I think. For the good of humanity, yeah. totally. Yeah, I really yeah. Think, And for yourself. And for yourself. Yeah, there's no harm yeah. in that. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Excellent. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yes. Yeah, have a great weekend. Uh, hopefully this is some good food for fodder. Yes. Food for thought? Fodder for, for thought? thought? Both. In both any work. event? Both work. And you can comment below if you yeah, think of yeah, anything. Yeah. If you love share your experiences. You. We just, you know, shared a bunch of our own personal experiences. <laughs> hopefully we didn't uh, bore you with that. Yeah. Um, so if you want, this is a safe space to, you know, we want it to be. I mean, I think... You know, the comments have been very, very kind and supportive and receptive to, you know, what we're sharing on here. So I'm very thankful that you're uh, taking yeah, you're a the, great this group, all to great, heart. Great yeah, community. it's really we, nice We really to appreciate see. you too. Yeah, and as we grow, which we're growing, it's very exciting, we'll have more discussion. Yes. Like that. It'll be lovely.
All right. All right, guys. Happy exploring. Happy exploring. Bye. We'll see you next time.